welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for it. Hello everyone and welcome to a brand new episode of Tornado Tag Radio here on NOTLG.com, episode 189. We're going to talk briefly about Wrestle Kingdom, briefly about New Year's Dash. Uh, we're going to talk about All Elite Wrestling. We're going to talk about 205 Live NXT. We watched a classic match from 19 years ago, uh, Cactus Jack versus Triple H in a street fight. And uh, we've got some questions. We have some news. It is the first episode for us for 2019. My name is John, and joining me this week, as she does every week, is the Davy Vega to my Matt Fitchett, Marianne. Fitchett's quite a last name, man. He is quite a wrestler. Excellent. Yeah. How are I'm you? I'm to be Davy Vega. I'm I'm good. We did not record last week. No, we did not. Um. That was nice having a week off, I guess. I mean, I was, like, kind of prepared to, like, watch stuff, and then you were like, I was like, are we recording? You were like, mm, nah. I'm trying to remember why we didn't. I think I had just gotten back from... Yeah, you had just gotten back. You had you had been um, a, well, a well-traveled man. Yeah, I think I was just like... And I think, I think NXT was a recap, so I was kind of like, eh, it's fine. It's fine. We can take a week off. Indeed. Actually, we've taken more than a week off. We've taken, like, three weeks off, right? I'm sure there are people who miss us. Well, I talk to Dan every day, so he doesn't miss us. What well, the he bitch? He doesn't you don't talk me. to me every day. Oh, me and me and uh, Dan exchange the DMs all day long. <laughs> We're just talking about the programs. It's just good stuff. He sent me a couple of matches already. Marianne, my spreadsheets are looking good so far. Let me tell you, I've already reviewed 22 matches. What a hoot. What a hoot. Uh, how, was, uh, how was your couple of weeks off? It was good. Um, I did watch um, Beyond's New Year's show. Oh, I actually watched, um, I watched the first match of 2019 from that. Which you mean was, the women's match? No, it was Josh Briggs versus Nick Gage. Oh, okay. Of the first match of 2019. I'm sorry. That was a fun little match. I've never seen... Yeah. Uh, I don't think I've seen Josh Briggs wrestle before. That was cool. Nick Gage. Did you see the interview with him? I did not. Um, Alicia Aitout did like a, an interview with him, and it was the funniest shit. It was so funny. It was, it was, it was just like him like repping for his boys still in prison. And Great. it was just the most Nick Gage thing I've ever seen. Would you watch a... Nick Gage, CM Punk, street fight. It exists, right? No, it 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 doesn't exist. Um, I don't. I don't think I would. Oh, okay. Because Nick Gage died once, so it's true he did. And CM Punk has barely him, lived. One of the questions was, "What's the worst injury you've gotten in a match?" And he looked at her straight up and was like, "I died." <laughs> <laughs> I fucking died. I remember like hearing about that for the first time, and it was Drew, it was the Drew Gulak episode of Best Friends. Oh my god! And he was like, Nick Gage died once because they asked him what the worst thing he's seen. Yeah, in, like a hardcore match. He was like, yeah, and then they lifted him away on the helicopter, and he was like flipping everyone off, like he literally died, like flatlined. Amazing. 
<laughs> there is uh, someone on Twitter that tweeted at CM Punk and said, come back to wrestling and wrestle Nick Gage in a street fight at Joey Janela's Spring Break 3. I would cry. And CM Punk replied and said, one bill should do it. And then someone said, you accept checks? And he said, half up front. And Joey Janela said, I'll 100% give you half up front if you come to work for me, and I'll take the Pepsi plunge and put you over strong, brother. (laughs) Did you see the puberty challenge with uh, Joey Janela? Yes, that was great. (laughs) Did you see the puberty challenge with uh, Stokely Hathaway? No! Where he was Ahmed Johnson and then himself. (laughs) (laughs) Too good. For those of you who didn't see the Joey Janela one, he literally just posted a picture of a Joey, like a baby kangaroo. good shit. It was so fucking good. It was amazing. Um, But yeah, I did did watch the Beyond show. Um, The opening match for it was the women's match. That was nice to see. Um... I watched the Beyond show, like, and it was Timothy Thatcher and my boo, Simon Grimm, who oh. had said to his fault, he had said to everyone, I'm going to do, I'm going to surprise everybody, I'm going to do something today, like, bring out something new, and everyone's like, you're going to shave your mustache? And he said, no, never. And then he came out with his mustache shaved. Okay, um, actually, here's something that happened um, over the break. I got a new iPhone, Marianne. This is relevant. Jesus this is... Christ, you are moving up. Nope, nope, nope. This is relevant. This is relevant to you mentioning one Simon Grimm. Hold on. Okay, excellent. Continue. So I'm loading all my apps up, and I go to um, my soundboard app that I use. You know, it's loaded with, with all of our fun sounds. And um, I go to click it to install it, and it goes, this doesn't exist in the Apple Store anymore, and then just deletes the app. So I'm pretty crushed. I'm like, well, I, I hope I can find a new soundboard app. And uh, uh, fingers crossed. I didn't test this before. Here we go. You just made the list. Yep. There we go. Yes. Ba- We're back, baby. <laughs> that motherfucker is the list. Um, he, he wrestled Timothy Thatcher and he came out with his mustache shaved and I immediately. What the fuck uh, does he even look like with his mustache? I'm going to look up. It. it Today he posted a picture today where he does it where he where I was like you are a handsome man, um, and he didn't snap at me for it like he snaps at most people who come at him all sexual. <laughs> but nice. I texted him and I went, "How fucking dare you shave off your mustache? How fucking dare you, Seth Lesser?" Oh, here we okay. Well, there's a ripcord yakuza kick, which is a great fucking move. Holy shit. It doesn't even look like him. Right? Who is who is that? <laughs> I need a better like it's far away. I need like a better a better picture. I mean, this is not this won't be him. No, he still has the mustache. Well, it's he half ass shaves. Um but yeah, he wrestled Timothy Thatcher and that was that was a match. I mean, I bet. Um I was just I spent the whole time just like gaping and uh, completely crushed. That he shaved off his mustache. I was like, I didn't realize it meant that much to me. But also, you promised me a mustache ride. Oh, man. Really okay, I've got some close-up pictures. That, wow, he does not... It looks nothing like him, though. He is right? A, he is a completely changed man. Okay, and his reasoning behind it was, if he could not make it 
He didn't want to be defined by the mustache. I mean... Which is very smart. I I don't really ever think he was defined by the mustache. You don't? Oh, that's no. good. No, well, I always thought... He, he felt like the mustache was kind of like he didn't want to live by that strongman gimmick, which was not him. And he also hates gimmicks, so... Right. No, we always thought he was a strong wrestler. That's... He is... He is st- so incredibly strong it's ridiculous um but uh i could talk about him forever but you, you watched the though. interview with him and i'm very very happy that you did yeah it was great so very well spoken right well like well spoken lars sullivan well spoken um yeah but probably more well spoken yes <laughs> he i could listen he's just fascinating my mom was like stop talking marianne i could listen to him talk forever he's so intellectual <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, mom, continue talking nice things about the guy I have a crush on. This is fantastic. But uh, anyways, speaking of things I have a crush on, wrestling. Wow, what a, what a segue. What a stretched segue. I don't think we can beat anything that you just said. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of things I have a crush on, wrestling. Wrestling is my boyfriend. All right, so that's probably that has to be a shirt somewhere, right? Oh, I know, it definitely, it definitely is. All right, so um, I guess another thing that happened, as you all know, I've been writing for that hashtag show dot com. Uh, go check out all my writings; they're they're apparently good, or they say they're good. I I mean, I don't know if I believe them, but sure. Anyway, I've been writing for them, and uh, somebody got the call up from NXT to the big show, and uh, this past Sunday, I I co-hosted it's the big show yes the paul white i got the the old paul white <laughs> called up to the big show um and i actually did my first ever uh facebook live video cast um with uh with joe who is the host of that show and uh it was a lot of fun marianne did you watch it no i did not my god how Honestly, dare you i know how dare you Honestly, I am like slacking. We'll get we'll get to my sad PWG news at the end, but how dare you? I'm sorry, John. Anyway, I'll watch it right after this. I can watch it now if I must. No, don't watch it now. Although I could finish <laughs> my meal, but no. Um, yeah. Uh, if how you, delicious is your meal, though? It's actually really good. I was like, I want some buttered chicken, and I got some, and it's it's. Uh, let me tell you, pretty good. Excellent. Um, so we talked about. Uh, the late great Mean Gene Okerlund. We talked about uh, some AEW news, and we talked about Wrestle Kingdom. So, if you want to hear my Wrestle Kingdom thoughts, you can go over there. Um, it's THS Wrestling News. So, Facebook.com slash THS Wrestling News. And a uh, little surprise uh, at the end, they said, So, are you coming back next week? And I said, Sure. So, um, I will be on that show. I believe I have, I've been told I will be on that show. Uh, through March. So, ev- John, are you, are you, John, are you breaking up with me? I mean, I might be. <laughs> you clutched those pearls. My God, you're clutching snatched. the. You're, My wig is snatched. You, you clutched the pearls after I said you clutched the pearls. <laughs> My wig has been snatched. Your wig has been snatched. Your wig has fallen off, much like. Um, Monique Hart. Like Monique Hart, who is... I did not pin my wig down, and it flew to the rafter. Who is, I think, confirmed my favorite queen. <laughs> like, straight up. Have you been watching All-Stars? Yes, I have. Are you talking about the one where Gia was coming after Farrah, and Farrah clapped back at her? Yes. 
That shit and was she great. was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> she was just the queen of one-liners. Anyways, RuPaul's America? Drag Race podcast. I love when she addresses America. That's my favorite thing. She's so funny. Good shit. Good shit. Anyhow, sure. uh, you can yeah, you can watch me talking about. Uh, we're gonna do wrestling every week. There, I think this week. We've got a lot of AEW news to talk about, but I mean, we will also talk about that here. Um, yeah, so wait, Rust- wait, 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 are you breaking up with me? No, I'm not. Um, maybe we'll okay. see. <laughs> to be to be to be continued. No, it's fine. We'll, we're fine. The Bullet Club is fine. Um, New Year's Dash. Let's talk about New Year's Dash just for a minute. Um, New Year's Dash, Marianne. If you don't know, is the it's the event after Wrestle Kingdom. And was Dustin on it? Yes, Dustin was on it, and I believe he got disqualified again because I don't know what he's Punch doing. A kid in the face. He didn't. He punched no children. What? The? Anyway, wait. Is this the one where where Greg hugs Sue? Yes, that was good. That shit. itself would have just been good shit. It was good shit. Okay, good. Did you see his tweet about it afterwards? I did not. He was like, "Man, I got spray tan on Sue's shirt." Oh. <laughs> anyway new year's dash is supposed to be like the surprise you know some crazy shit goes down uh it's like the monday night raw after wrestlemania and nothing insane happened nothing of value was lost except that trent got spray tan on his mom's shirt that's about it but there were no surprises everything was very predictable and uh yeah surprise was sue except for sue yeah sue was the highlight of that show <laughs> As she should be. Anyway. <laughs> Marion, did you watch any of the uh the All Elite rally? I don't give a shit. Oh, I would lo- I would love to hear why you don't give a shit about more wrestling. Uh well, no, no, my 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 yeah. I don't give a shit is anything that the Young Bucks and Cody touches. I'm I'm not I'm bound to not care as much about as you would think I would. <laughs> okay. So, um would but you I'm rather we re- Billy Gunn as a producer and that makes me laugh. Yes, they uh they hired Billy Gunn as their first producer. Um, Double or Nothing's going to be in Las Vegas. Oh, excellent. And um, I've been told that uh, that hashtag show has already booked a hotel room. Dude, MJF is in All Elite. That's amazing. Uh, MJF is in All Elite. He was attacked by Joey Janela, who is, you know, still hurt. But he also says he is All Elite along with uh, Penelope Ford. Um, Pac showed up. Did you see this? No. I'm just happy about MJF because he's funny as fuck. MJF's great. Uh, I think he's going to be, this is going to bring him to that next level for sure. He's going to be the Miz of all elite. Absolutely. Um, So Hangman Page comes out and says, I want to be the first champion of all elite wrestling. And out comes Pac to, I mean, people said they had seen him there. Was he still shaped like a Dorito? Yes, but also, (laughs) Marianne, he was wearing his ring gear. So what? he it it literally looks like he he wrestled on Saturday in I think Japan. It looks like he didn't change. It looks like he just boarded a plane with his uh, <laughs> I think opened the Dreamgate Championship in hand and just landed and then w- walked from the airport to the All Elite Rally and told Hangman Page he was a piece of shit, um, <laughs> and then walked away. It was fucking great. Um, let's see who else. All of SCU, uh, Britt Baker, which is great. Doctor Britt Baker. Um, is that what they're calling her? Well, she ju- she apparently got her diploma, yeah, saying she's that a she's. Well, she got it the same day that she signed her All Elite Wrestling contract. No way. Yeah, which is fucking great. 
I love Britt Baker. She's great, despite her uh, dating the most boring man in uh, all of wrestling. Actually, you know what? I'm going to shoot on Adam Adam Cole here for a second. If anyone for a second thinks Adam Cole is going to be like this gigantic superstar that leads SmackDown or Raw, man, I think you need to reevaluate uh, your entire life. Anyway, saying, moving on. Why uh, do I feel like you're aiming that at people in particular. Oh, I, I don't know if anybody is. I mean, I, I just felt like I should say it. I, I've I've recently realized that I am not alone in feeling this, so I feel more. Uh, I know. I know you're not. I feel more excited to you know just bash him at any chance i get uh let's see here uh equal pay for all wrestlers marianne men and women that's fucking cool Mm -hmm. um they are partnering with uh we saw seema and t-hawk they both wrestled at bola yep and they have a promotion that's fucking crazy their first event they uh splintered off from dragon gate and started their own thing and uh it's pretty crazy their first event has over 4 million views. No way. Yeah, it's absolutely nutty. But uh, good for them. So, I mean, uh, the Young Bucks seem very excited about pairing with them. Um, they, what I else? Like the Young Bucks are excited about a lot of things all the time. I mean, they should be. They're, they're hashtag changing the world. And I also didn't mention that Chris Jericho is uh, officially signed with All Elite Wrestling. It doesn't look that like... That makes me laugh so hard. The cool, cool, hey guys, cool dad's here. Is that he should? He is. Cool dad Jericho. I'm talking to you, Chris Jericho poster on my wall. <laughs> um, Like retro Chris Jericho poster. You know what else I, I just randomly uh, watched was when Jericho came back, when he, uh, oh man, it was like the when he called it, not the Millennium Man, because that was the original. When he came back and cut a promo on Randy Orton, it was great. Anyway. Just one of the many faces of Jericho. God, he has so many faces. He does. He has a shirt that has all of them on it. It's Dude. pretty great. He's hilarious. Um, they might have a, a, a TV deal with uh, TNA or TBS, which is great because everyone gets both of those stations. Yeah. So uh, I'm excited. I'm excited about All Elite Wrestling. I'm excited to see uh, who else they snatch up here, and I'm excited for... Uh, Kenny Omega to join them uh, when his contract's up. We don't know if that's He happening. totally will. But also, Chris Jericho kind of let it slip today that that was... Inevitable. Basically what was happening. <laughs> yeah. Chris Jericho is really bad at keeping secrets. Yeah, he's not that good at it. Because um, he's an excited dad. He just really is. He just loves all of his, his wrestle children. Uh, speaking of the best kept secrets, let's talk about 205 Live. A lot of, uh, a lot of stuff happening. Uncle Drake opens the, the, he was in the soft, soft lighting, which I didn't know what was going Real on with that. fucking bizarre. He looked mighty orange in this new year of our Lord and Savior, Miz. Yeah, he, uh, yeah, very orange. Just running down the show for us, telling us what we're gonna see. Um, did I get through this match? Oh, no, I didn't. Uh, we opened the show with uh, one <laughs> Tony Nice taking on the Scottish Supernova, Noam Dar. You just made the list. And <laughs> who in the fuck thought it was a good idea for Tony Nice to not only do a promo, but to do one of those selfie promos? Woo! Those selfie ones are just bad for anyone, but nobody... Tony... Okay, I think that's literally one of the reasons why I can't stand Tony Nese. Tony Nese, he looks like a very poor man's version of Trent Beretta. They look wow. like they could be related. 
and they sound the same like vocally like he sounds like a mixture of trent and like ryan nemeth but without the charisma and talent so he's just like a giant letdown so like every time he opens his mouth i'm like yay trent's gonna say some funny stupid shit and then oh fuck it's tony niece i will say um just without the charisma i think he's got the talent but i just don't care when I say the talent, that's aimed towards, like, Ryan Nemeth being multi-talented. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, I tried, people. I tried to watch this match. I'm really high on uh, what Noam Dar's been doing lately, but uh, holy hell. I just can't Hey, do Noam, do you know how to count? That was fucking... <laughs> Shut the fuck up. It was so terrible. <laughs> Did you see that I tweeted that at Noam? No. Did you? I took it. I took the SpongeBob um, meme. And I posted it, and I posted that on there, and I sent it to Noam, and I tagged Tony Nese in it. Oh, my God. (laughs) That's fucking brilliant. Good shit. That's why I asked. I was like, someone had to have put that as a SpongeBob meme, because that's exactly... Because the way... For those of you, actually, all of our listeners can't look at the way John typed it. He typed it like the SpongeBob derpy meme. So the mocking SpongeBob meme. Yeah, good stuff. Um, yeah, they talked about somebody. He was like, the the commentators were like, he's a better athlete. I mean, and I was like, have you looked at Noam lately? Noam's been doing some good stuff. He's fucking ripped. <laughs> he 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 used to, he used to have like younger brother bod, but then now <laughs> he's got like he's got like CrossFit Jesus bod. Should he's been doing CrossFit. Should the title of this episode be the Do You Know How to Count? <laughs> yes. I'm highlighting it, italicizing it, and making it as gigantic as I possibly can. <laughs> no, because it's going to fuck up where I am in the notes. But face it, I was going to fuck up anyway. Um, uh, yeah, what, what did we, we had uh, shaved Brian Kendrick reading us a letter. and uh, I was staring at him going who the fuck does he look like his baby face but he looks like one of those oh elf on a God. shelf christmas elves no you know who he he looks like the fucking elf from rudolph the red-nosed reindeer what did i just say a christmas elf oh i thought you meant elf on the shelf well he looks like one of the christmas elves right he looks like but the one that wants like to be that, a dentist he looks like the dentist elf yes <laughs> what is his name i forgot oh boy uh dent uh, dentist elf did you Google it? Hermie. Hermie. <laughs> his name is Hermie. Um, the Hermie Kendrick. Uh, man, we're just busting out the titles right now. Um, that one, I'm putting the the Hermie Kendrick. Oh my god. I'm, I'm crying. It's okay. I'm crying on the inside. Um... <laughs> We had Drew Gulak and Jack Gallagher with Uncle Drake, and they gave him folders that had new candidates. I think that rhymed. I'm not sure. 4205 Live. Um, And Drew Gulak on the way out gets a a, uh, check out Wheeler, Utah. Who he loves. (laughs) Which is just like, what an amazing... That's how you know Vince is not watching 205 Live. Also... I'm pretty sure no McMahon is present on on Tuesdays because fucking Rey Mysterio and uh, Andrade Cien almost did a a Canadian destroyer. Oh yeah, they were not present. 
It was fucking amazing. Also, I watched SmackDown this week, and it was quite good. Okay, that's excellent news. Um, no, I did not mean that sarcastically. That's fine. Also, Wheeler Yuta, them East Coast boys love him. The Yuta. I feel like I've seen him wrestle once. I was with uh, uh, Dust and Dan and uh, Drew... They were on Bourbon Street in New Orleans, and Wheeler Yuta was there, and they like he, they adore him. He's like their dorky brother, is the way they treat him. That's great. It's cute. Also, build from Silicon Valley, but he doesn't specify where in Silicon Valley. Just somewhere. Just somewhere. And I'm like, you have quite a lot of cities to choose from, homie. Is it Sunnyvale? I bet you it's Sunnyvale. Probably Sunnyvale. <laughs> Uh, the Canalises are here, and they're mad or something. I don't know what's happening. They're mad about not being on television for five weeks when uh, they could just not be on television at all. Which is where I think they should be, uh, not on television at all, because I don't care about them or man, their baby. Man, wow. Man of the hours here. He is also mad. Uh, that's fine. He can be mad. Um, he could be an angry little man. Then Marianne. that's what he is. Marianne, we had uh, to to decide who would be the, the fourth person competing in the four-way for the Cruiserweight Championship at the Royal Rumble. We had uh, one Cedric Alexander taking on Hideo Itami, and holy shit, this match was a hoot. I can't believe you made me watch it. Oh my goodness. This match was so good. Admit. It was good. It was really good for like watching two uh, anonymous people wrestling. Like if it was just two like two cartoon people just wrestling, how dare like, you? Like with talk no about faces Kenta or anything. How dare you talk about Kenta that way? That's exactly what Seth said to me. Actually, so <laughs> fucking Kenta. He said, <laughs> "What did he say to me?" Um, his response was, "Oh god damn it! Just let me scroll back in the f- well." Anyways, I sent him. I sent him the one of the. The fucking falcon arrow off the apron. Fuck, dude. That shit. I screamed. <laughs> I did, too. I watched it. I was like, oh, no. Why didn't they fucking do that? And then I watched it again because I wasn't sure what kind of movie was going for, but it was clearly a falcon arrow. Which is also the finishing move of Fandango, which remember when you didn't believe me when I told you that? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, no, Fandango can actually wrestle. No, I know he can. <laughs> He's the best. Uh, this this match, I think it surprised me, honestly. I mean, yeah. The it's combo very... before the Neuralizer was actually really cool, too. Uh, Cedric? By the way. Yeah. yeah. Or no, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it wouldn't be a Hideo Itami match if he was not bleeding from the mouth. Which just, he, I don't understand. There's got to be something going on in there. Right? <laughs> just every match he bleeds. Me, Kendrick! <laughs> just every match he bleeds from the mouth. Sorry. It's okay. Um, <laughs> Cedric hit a pretty sweet tope on the, the new nasty tag team. I think that's what I will be calling them from now on. Um, I also loved that Hideo got in the ring after the Falcon Arrow and Cedric rolled back in the ring only to be hit immediately with a basement drop kick. Yes. I thought that was good shit. I really like that. I don't that. know why that, is, that doesn't happen more often. Because if somebody's in the ring for a little bit longer than the other person, you have time to prep for something when that person is unawares. Yeah. Slash getting back into the ring. Um, And then Cedric, the roll-up, I thought that was going to be the finish. And then he got up and got hit with a, bag, a back fist to the future. And I legit... <laughs> Thank you. Which Eddie Kingston totally did at the Beyond show, by the way. 
Yeah, man. He still does it for sure. Um, and I, <laughs> I wooed like Ric Flair when he hit him with that back fist. <laughs> oh my God. Um, this match was great. Uh, Hideo Were you watching ends up- this alone in your room? Yeah, absolutely. The only was it way- like three o'clock in the morning and you wooed like Ric Flair? No, it was today's Thursday. Was yesterday? Excellent job, yeah. John. Yeah. Um, Hideo gets the win. Um, kind of surprising, but also sure. That why not? That second base dropkick had mad air to Ooh, it. Too. Yes, it did. This was good shit. I recommend everyone go watch that match. It was very good. It was very good. You know what else was very good? Actually, it wasn't. But uh, NXT, it was fine. It was a fine show. It was. It was fine. Uh, <laughs> old John Boy Gargano is here, and he is skipping, and he is happy because it's 2019. He is, he is shaking hands with little kids. He he loves those those children that are his fans, and he also just loves his fans. What a great Did guy! You see that guy in the front row wearing the the uh, Dominic Dijakovic? Shirt? I did not. Was it the He's Dunkin' Donut one? Or oh no, he has a shirt now. Yeah, oh yes, he red. does. Yeah, which you hate red. <laughs> I do. I just can't wear it. <laughs> um, I want. <laughs> I don't know why you said there. Did you see that fan? I do want to uh, go to SmackDown really quickly. It, oh, the show opened with Daniel Bryan cutting a promo at the concession stands and talking about how everyone fills their bodies with garbage, and there was this <laughs> fan. There's this fan in the background, and <laughs> there's a like a moment of silence, and you just hear the fan go, "Chicken fingers." <laughs> He's just like looking at the camera and screaming "Chicken fingers" from afar. <laughs> it was fucking amazing. It was so funny. I'm like that guy knows. He knows how to get his airtime. He knows he he got his shit in for sure. Oh my god, he's like the wrestling version of the Fiji Water Girl. It was yes. Oh, good <laughs> reference. Okay, Maro Ronaldo. Yeah. <laughs> um. So John Boy's here. He wants a championship. Ch- he says Champa's still trash. He wants Rico. He gets the Rico. He gets the Trebs. Yep. Still sockless. Still cannot find his socks. With a stupid, like, disco collar that had, like, butterflies or something on it. And I was like, bitch, you're going to wear that outfit without a bolo tie? How dare you? I agree. Where is the bolo tie? How dare you? This no tie thing that's very European. I guess. But he he is the North American champion, so... What the hell is he playing at? I found out today that Cesaro does not know how to tie a bow tie. Yes, you told us all. Yeah. Well, I told all the snarky marks and you. Yes. And I thought and that was just, just told, completely ridiculous. You told our entire audience. Yeah. I guess just no ties is a European thing. Uh, I guess so. Uh, Tommy Entertainment comes out and he says, yeah, you should fight him. And Gargano says, shut up, dad. You're not my dad. And then Tom Tommy... Entertainment <laughs> nailed it. Comes out and everybody fights, and then Gargano hits Shitty Trevor with a super kick, and that's about it. Imagine not getting that fantastic joke you just made. Yeah, thank you. Very good. Good. good um, yeah, John Boy hit him with a super kick, and I went, "God, he's got kid." <laughs> he does have kid. Singular. He, he got him real good. 
up next, we had Nikki Cross uh, in her farewell match, basically, uh, taking on Bianca Belair. Who looks like a Twi'lek. <laughs> yeah. Um, but just with one with one little weird tail thing. Yeah. It's not a tail if it's coming out of your head. I don't think so. But whatever. You get what I'm saying. It's weird. Uh, this match How is... is that ponytail not a total hindrance is what my note was. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I would grab that shit and pull her so fast. Are you kidding? Yeah. I know no hair pulling, but you don't have to do it for very long. No, you, you don't. You don't get in trouble unless you like really, really like fuck it up. But that thing's so long, that's more of a hindrance than it is to anything else. I need somebody to short arm clothesline her while holding her ponytail. Hello, John. You should be a writer. I should be a producer. Here's the finish, kids. Uh, I don't fucking know. Bianca, you got the long hair. You got the long hair. Let them let them wrap your hair around their forearm, and then they short arm clothesline you. Anyway, uh, baby, this match is, this match is pretty good. Um, uh, what did you think? What do you think of uh, Bianca Belair? What do you think of her her progress that we've seen? Um, she is fantastic. I think she's very good. She yes. has really excellent moveset. She's super strong, oh, but yeah. she's like well balanced. I'm very interested to see. Like, I think for me, I, it, it seems a little strange that she's the one getting the title shot. But I mean, I'm fine with it. I I want to see what she can do against uh, Shayna Baszler. I think she's getting the title shot because she has the most charisma out of the people that they have. Yeah, that makes sense. I can see that. Um, what does EST even stand for? It stands for the best, the greatest, the est, the EST. That's true. I didn't make that up. Wait, what, explain it again. It's e- it's est, EST. So the best, B-E-S-T, the greatest, right? Okay. Yeah, that's that's what it means. That's pushing it. I mean, that's like too much. That's weird. That's too much thought. But um, her her gear looks like the very first cell phone case I ever had. Just covered in weird lips. (laughs) I didn't pick it out, but it was one of those Nokia phones that I didn't have Uh, anyone to text, so I just played Snake. Hell yeah, Snake. I was 14. (laughs) Nice. I had, like, one person to text, but I couldn't, like, go over my texty limit, but I had a lips cell phone case. Excellent. Good stuff. Uh, KOB is a hell of a finish. I like that. I mean, it's it's no uh, women's right, but I guess it's good. Fuck that <laughs> shit. Um, next up, we had a promo from the Evolve Tag Team Champions, the Street Profits, and they even said that they have evolved in 2018. My God. And also, no more locked doors. I fucking loved it. This is good shit. I and loved then all the doors street. were locked, and it was funny. Well, except that last one. I said that last one, and he pulled he pulled it with too much strength, which was fucking fantastic. Yes. Have you ever lifted, like, a gallon of milk thinking that there's more milk in it than there is? Yes. Or lifted anything thinking there was more something in it than there was, and then you just, like, shoot it up and it hits the roof of the fridge? Yes. Yeah. It was like that. <laughs> <laughs> but Montez Ford speed walking away while taking his hat off is totally a mood. Love it. It was so funny. Good good stuff oh he looked so suave yes he i love did. how i love how neither of them match but they match at the same time yeah i was actually thinking that as well as i was, I was like they go at... together really well i they remember do. remember like not even caring i do now they're just great um up neck we up neck what 
I don't know. Um, I was told, sorry, I finally got this to load, to watch the Kenta versus Marafuji match in 2006. Oh my God, Marafuji. This has been told to do, I have been told to do this, and I have added it to my list of things to do that he's told me to do. From Pro Wrestling Noah. My God. The Ace versus the Savior. Oh my God. I actually have never seen that match, but... uh. What? I mean, you have fucking seen it, Marianne. Yeah, but you haven't? <laughs> no, I don't really watch Noah. John, does that mean we both have to watch it and then talk about it? I mean, if you want to, do you want to do that? Is that what you... No. Would... No. Well, he, Seth wants me to. Well, you're just gonna... Oh, okay. And I'm making that stupid... I'm making that stupid... I really like him. I'm in a dream face. So do you um, want to watch anyways. Kenta versus Marafuji next week? Do you want that to be our classic match? Do you, That's can you 2006. Even, How is that a classic match? I mean, we're watching a match from 2000. And, I'm sorry. Do you want to watch a retro match? Is that better? That's not even retro. It was 13 years ago. Do not remind me how old I am, John. <laughs> okay. I was 16. Great. I was not. <laughs> Do you want to watch Kenta Marafuji next week? I guess we can. Oh, my God. It's being put. In the fucking notes right well, now. It's going to be great because neither of us have seen it. Have you ever seen Marafuji wrestle? No. My God. John, you did you forget momentarily who you were talking to? Oh, my God, Marafuji. I don't even know what this podcast has become anymore. I think Marianne thought it was the end, so she's like, I'll just watch anything at this point. <laughs> This is my desperate plea to get you to not dump me. My God. Is this it? <laughs> I think I found it. Marianne, it's a fucking 20 or 42 minute long match. <laughs> you have agreed to this. I'm a fucking fired up. I'm shaking over here. It is. <laughs> it is just insanity that is happening. So Mar- Kenta versus Marafuji from 2006. This is our homework assignment given to us from Simon Grimm. Also, hold on. <laughs> you just made the list. Also, don't you dare. So I want Dan to hear this on the podcast when he's listening to it. Don't you dare leak this to him. Don't you Chris Jericho this, Marianne. Are you messaging him right now? No. Who? Wait, leak what to who? Don't tell Dan. Dan is a Yeti. That Don't tell him this until he listens to this podcast. I want oh, okay, him to yeah. react. I want a reaction from it. I want a great at reply tomorrow. Yeah, Dan, no pressure. No, he'll get, He'll give us a great at reply. Yeah, you fucking better. Okay. It should just be that Dan excited face that I wanted to make into a pin. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was going to we were going to make those into pins. Why didn't we do that? Yeah, super fan Dan is a Yeti. <laughs> Go follow Dan as yet. He's a good dude. He's the best. Um, uh, anyway, let's see. We are uh, talking Dan's about get more followers than both of us combined. Watch. I mean, honestly, he deserves it. Fair. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> back, back to NXT. Uh, oh, that's what we were talking about. Fabian Eichner. Oh. And Marcel Barthel. Barthel. <laughs> versus two local talents. Those were some good local talents. They were, and Marianne, I'm pretty hyped on this tag team. Um, I, I just, I, I'm gonna. This is a spoiler alert for you. We are gonna get um, uh, Eichner and uh, Barthel 
Bartel. Jesus Christ, John. We're going to get those Just two. Axel Dieter. We're going to get those two versing um, the Britam Brawlers in a couple of weeks. That is a match that is going to happen just, on NXT. I, I just peed a little bit. I am fucking hyped. I'm getting hyped and staying hyped and not knowing Has who the match already happened or is, is it just a plan of one? No, no, no. It's, it's happened already. Damn it. I was going to be like, I have to message Biff and tell him not to kill Axel Dieter Jr. Um... Oh, what you? Th- I thought. I thought. <laughs> I thought they they uh, they worked pretty well as a team. I, uh, I look anything that gets Axel Dieter Jr. on my television more is is, is fine by me. My note is Erist Zergutausend. I'm sure that um, means something. Is it means he's extremely handsome. Oh well, I was I I saw it is Gutausend. So. Um, but the toothpick bit with Eichner was pretty good. It's super subtle, but like a super nice touch for how little both of them care. A little, a little we razor. We are so fucking European. We don't give a shit. <laughs> um, that combo into a penalty kick had me over the fucking moon. Yeah, that shit was good. Because y'all know how much I love any soccer related moves. Absolutely. I found out actually side, side segue into, um, you know how they have like the gold rush, like, like the new wrestlers camp thing over in the Bay Area. Yes. Um, there's a guy with a soccer themed gimmick. Oh. Yes. Interesting. Indeed. I was quite happy. I was like, man, if I was going to be a wrestler, I wanted to have like a side wrestling gimmick with Chikara where I was just teamed with fucking. Oh my God. I already forgot their name. Dasher Hatfield. Oh, wow. Mr. Touchdown. Yes. Those two. Because they're sports themed. And I was like, I'm going to be soccer themed. Uh, but not with that derpy voice. But anyways, those local suckers were good. Yeah. Especially that cartoonishly skinny one. Yeah, they were uh, they were flippy little dudes. He's got some beautifully executed kicks in him. They were like all flippy. Like real nice. They weren't just regular like floppy Johnny Gargano kicks. They were like weird. Like it looked like a floppy jar- Johnny Gargano kick. But if you looked close enough, there was like a weird heel flick in it. And I was like, this is pretty. I am enjoying this. Also, he is very skinny. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, I thought the finish was cool. <laughs> like, eh. <laughs> I thought I thought it was cool. I mean, it could be cool. It was just kind of like, like if, I don't know. I feel I just, like it wasn't as execute. It wasn't executed as well as they wanted it to. Be. Right. I mean, that's and that's gonna happen. I just I was like, eh, could be something better. I just don't know what. Wait, I think, okay, you talked about them facing the Brit Brawlers. Yes. I feel like that match has already, like, happened, but it was the match that I missed at the very beginning of the NXT, like, when it was in San Jose. Um, Because they did go against Marcel Bartel. Oh, did they? Yes. Huh. I don't know if Fabian Eichner was the other one, though. Anyways, Wait, going back to the... <laughs> I was a failure. <laughs> All right, the rest of the NXT doesn't matter. That's fine. It doesn't fucking. I'm matter. literally not even going to mention it. Like the rest of it doesn't matter. I, I, I'm so I'm just bummed about EC3's going away being as fucking Adam Cole. Yeah, I know. Because I love EC3. Uh, the only thing like keeping me on NXT is the fact that I have to, and also Marcel Bartel. Um, because I love EC3 a lot. Um, what do you think of these rumors of Chris? Uh, sorry, I was going to say Chris Hero, but what the fuck ever leaving, um, ending his contract. Uh, they are not true. He addressed them and said they're not true. Okay. And I also wrote a little article over at uh, that hashtag show dot com about it. You're welcome for that segue, by the way. Thank you. 
Uh-huh. Are you eating your chicken? Yes, I am. God, what an excellent time to pick me talking a lot. Now, you're going to have to talk a lot because I have barely any notes for this classic match. Oh, that application is out of date. What the hell does that mean? My God. Anyway. Uh, classic match we watched. I mean, this is this is very reactionary, I feel. Because, my God, this was a fucking barn burner. We went all the way back to the year 2000 to watch Cactus Jack take on Triple H for the WWF. That's right. It wasn't E yet. Uh, heavyweight Championship. Uh, Cactus Jack, Triple H in attitude a street era. fight. Peak attitude era. My, well, not peak. Maybe a little over the peak, but Are whatever. you sure? I don't know. Uh, did you watch this video package, Marianne? Uh, yes, I fucking did. How good was it? It was very good. You get the whole explanation? It, it made it for the fact that I had to, like, very, very fast forward. Because, you know, like, I had to fast forward to skip through it. And I went Jerry Lawler in the ring with a bunch of bikini women. I fucking hate Jerry Lawler. <laughs> the bikini contest. Where they all had fake boobs. Did they? Yep. There's no way. I, I'm kidding. I'm sure they all did. Yeah. I can't I even remember like, everyone that was in that. Fucking hell. I was like, I hate Jerry Lawler. He's just such a, he's just a disgusting old man. Even when he wasn't even old, he was disgusting. Then, now, and forever. <laughs> it's true. Nicely done. <clears throat> all right. But so, anyways. video package was good. It gives us the whole, that dude, I fucking love this shit. Where he's like, oh, I can't fight you, but fucking Cactus Jack can, and he'll beat the fuck out of you. Good shit. And everyone went, oh, I didn't see that coming at all. Yeah, it was good shit. It was good shit back in the day. Oh, I loved it. Uh, Cactus Jack's theme song is a fucking banger, by the way. Uh, yes, agreed. Um, then Trips Trips uh, comes out, and Stephanie is out there walking out there with him, looking menacing, but also mighty pedestrian. <laughs> with her entrance look. I yeah. went... Those two are married. Right now, she looks not good enough <laughs> to be walking next to Triple H. She My just God. looked really momish. Well, just like foreshadowing, she doesn't fit I guess. in. Foreshadowing, I guess. Uh, Triple H starts the match off by cowering and backing down from Cactus, as Cactus is probably saying, "I'm going to rip your fucking nose off and eat it, and then throw it up on your face or something." <laughs> yeah, probably. But also, I think I'm like, I was like, wow, this is Trips back when he only had two forehead wrinkles. Yeah. Um, it's a few more in this match. My God, unprotected chair shots, man. We don't see those anymore. For good reason. Holy fuck. Like the base, like these two, <laughs> man, every time these two fought and there's a chair in involved, Cactus just took the gnarliest chair shots from Triple H. And now he's Santa Claus. Now he's Santa Claus. So you too, kids, if you just get hit in the head enough times, you can also be Santa Claus. Or you could be Chris Benoit. Woo! Holy shit. That's true. You know somebody suggested <laughs> we wa we watch a Chris Benoit match, and I said, yeah, we probably could do that. Um, Marianne, how would you feel about that? I would be fine with it, considering that, um, do you know who George Gatton is? Trash man. Who? George I think you would know who he was if you saw him. <laughs> Crickets. Oh, damn it. He and I had this inside joke where we'll constantly slip. Chris Benoit murdered his wife and child and then committed suicide, skirting all responsibility. Oof. And we'll slip it into conversation just at the most random moments. I mean, it's true. It's damn uh, true. So maybe after our our, our fucking... 
Marafuji. Marafuji Kenta match. What the <laughs> fuck has this podcast become? It is a new year. It's a new John. day. Yes, it is. <laughs> My God, I, I don't. I'm just. I'm just floored. <laughs> I feel like I've watched Nick Gage try to kill David Arquette all over again. That's how I feel right now. I just can't believe what's happening. you saw happening. that in person, didn't you? I did. Oh, my God. It was fucking ridiculous. Um, anyway, let's see. Um, this match was crazy. I mean, uh, we'll go over some of the spots here. I remember watching it live and noticing that uh, Triple H just has, uh, you know, a, a bit of his calf taken out. <laughs> like, I could not. Quite literally. Injury. And I actually never pinpointed it until today. And it was when he took the suplex on that wooden pallet. I could not handle that injury. Yeah. I can it's... handle like I can handle the barbed wire bat and shit like that, but chunks of flesh, yeah, man. no ma'am. Yeah, that shit was fucking brutal. I was like, holy shit. This is gross. Uh let's see. I love Foley's elbow strikes. I just fucking love them. Such good shit. We got the barbed wire two by four. Everyone's just hitting each other. Everyone's bleeding everywhere. Uh, Cactus is. (laughs) No one cares about their futures. Uh, Cactus Jack is punching Spanish announced team members. um, And he just absolutely drills Triple H with that barbed wire two by four. It was excellent. He fucking destroys him. Also, we had two tables that did not break. Um, one of them, oh yeah, two tables that didn't. <laughs> yeah, I mean the the one that Triple H did the, I think it was, yeah, he did the, was it the pedigree? There was one where the table kind of broke. That was the first one where Foley just kind of fell onto the concrete. Um, and then, man, this was another thing that like Mick Foley would do that just made me super uncomfortable: is the hip toss onto ra- onto the ring steps. That shit That's is just like, do fucking... you want to walk tomorrow? Yeah. <sighs> It's just like fuck, man. I don't, I don't fucking know. It's like ugh. And then he immediately is an, an escapism for him. <laughs> yes. And then immediately after that, he gets thrown over the steps. It's just like Jesus Christ. Oh, he gets handcuffed. That was a thing that he was doing back then, just taking unprotected chair shots because you know that's a fun thing to do. Um, yeah, and then he was biting him. Yes. And he was like, nom nom nom. Give me your ear. <laughs> <laughs> literally he was making like nom nom noises uh we also had um man he was hitting him so hard with that chair that piece of the chair went flying which was great and that backwards no hand no protection bump out of the ropes that cactus took while he was handcuffed was ridiculous and the end it's, looked it's like it was like it's almost like he wanted to become his alter ego by getting by like fucking himself up so much that becomes a serial killer so next, you know, you know those bad, those yeah. those awful head wounds that serial killers tend to get. Yeah. So next week we will be watching Terry Funk versus Cactus Jack in the King of the Deathmatch Finals. Uh, no, we that is a match. Like, that is not what we agreed upon. <laughs> that is a match, man. Kyle and I, I, he bought the VHS, yes, the VHS <laughs> copy of that, and that shit is just fucking insane. It's like two nights of pure insanity anyway Kyle still have it I, I could ask him i'm not sure maybe anyway uh a wild rock appears 
I I've never been so stoked to see The Rock because I was so invested in this. It's like my favorite uh, The Rock and Sock connection, where it's just like The Rock's like, yeah, he's a big dumb idiot, but he's my big dumb idiot. Yeah. <laughs> um, one of New York's finest unlocking Foley, uh, and I'm pretty sure Jr. called Mick Foley every every face of Foley except except for Dude Love, but I could be wrong. He may have said the former Dude Love. I don't know at this point. Who knows? Um, man, that fucking pile driver. Holy shit. On the table and didn't break. Uh, thumbtacks, Marianne. Uh, yeah, but you have to say it how you wrote it. Thumbtacks. Which is exactly how I said it, but I wiggled my hands everywhere and followed it with a wee. <laughs> because uh, that is something I'm used to seeing. Uh, Stephanie, I believe causes a distraction. Uh, we... She just ran out and was like, no, but I love him. Um, we get a something. a back body drop onto the tax, a pedigree, and there's a kick out, which is great because you're like, oh man, maybe Cactus is gonna. W-. Nope, he gets pedigreed on top of them tax, and that is the three count. And Triple H retains the championship. Holy moly, what a match! What'd you think, Marianne? That was an insanely entertaining match. That's a grudge match. That's a goddamn grudge match. Was it you that was talking about how you thought um, the feud between like Triple H and so and so was like you had forgotten that him and Foley feuded for a really long time? Yeah, they feuded for a, a very long time, but they're great. Love it. Good shit. Indeed. Uh, so next week, <laughs> as previously stated, we are some for some reason gonna watch Kenta versus Marafuji from uh, two thousand and six. Can you see if we can get a, a date on that? Because I know they wrestled a whole lot. Um, I assume it's for the GHW um, championship. Here he it just, is. He just said that, but I'll ask him. GHC. Sorry, GHW. GHC championship. Um, I'm reading somebody says this could be one of my favorite m- matches of all time. So I, I have found it. It's from October 29th, 2006. And we will be watching this match. I will find you a link, Marianne. People apparently just absolutely fucking love this match. I've never seen it. We're watching our we're we're watching our first Noah match. I mean, let's it's 2019. Let's get fucking weird, I guess. Noah, do you know how to count? (laughs) Uh, Marianne, you have one news item, so uh, take it away. I could not fucking believe that we were starting off this year with this. I couldn't believe it. I like I sat there and just stared at my fucking laptop for like ages. Orange Cassidy is the Beyond Wrestling champion. Yeah. Yes, he is. He would like everyone to know that his belt does not fit his pants loops. Um, but he beat Hot Sauce for the title at uh beyond and it was here lies the crown now actually uh can may i make one correction i'm sorry yes it wasn't for the beyond championship it was for the independent championship okay yeah it which was just, is or my point is orange cassidy won something yes he won he won a belt he is a uh a, cha- a champion he fought half the match with his hands in his pockets. I, I started to watch the beginning of that match. And, and I it went, was legitimately a good match. I'm like, this is crazy. 
Because Orange Cassidy, you're used to him, like, flopping around and then eating a sandwich in the middle of the ring. Yeah. Like, pure comedy. But he managed to balance out the two of them. Because, spoiler alert, Orange Cassidy is a fucking great wrestler. Yes, he is. It was for the independent, independent Wrestling Championship, which is a title that was um, created by Powerbomb.tv, which is now, I believe, IndieWrestling.tv. Y'all should go check it out. They got a lot of good shit over there, and they stream Beyond, which is great. So check it I out. I just could not fucking believe it. I was I, I, I still can't believe it. Yeah, it's good stuff. I was like, there's just so much happening. And then I think Drew Gulak like posted something about the two of them. And then it was just nutso. I can't. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Orange Cassidy is somebody that people really need like to watch because he's he is so funny. Like yeah. his gimmick is so unique and he's so talented. I was like, is he literally going to like wrestle this match with sunglasses on? And he would. Yes. He fucking would. That he would. Ugh, he's the best. But that, and it was just like the two of them know each other so well. Yeah. Too. But it was like I can't believe we're starting off 2019 with this. This is great. He, uh, his first. Mind you, I saw it when it was like 9 p.m. and it was already midnight. <laughs> his but... his first uh, title defense uh, will come uh, against one Eddie Kingston. So. Oh, good fucking lord! No way. We'll see how that works out for him. I'm sure it'll work out just fine. Anyway, let's get to these questions, Marianne. Uh, Javier. He's spit orange juice in his face. I mean, probably. Javier yeah. asks, uh, what are your thoughts about Kenny Omega to the WWE rumors? Will he go Not there? Happening. Exactly. Will he go there or will he stick with the elite and sign with AEW? Uh, addressed this a little bit on that hashtag wrestling show. I think... He's going to AEW. Jericho, with the little slip when he was talking about AEW, he mentioned Kenny. The proud dad slip. Co- yeah, the, pr- the proud dad slip. He mentioned Kenny, Cody, and the Young Bucks. But uh, Kenny Omega was not at that press conference. So, uh, interesting. I feel like Kenny Omega shows up places in disguise. I mean, probably. I feel like he would. Oh, Marion, I need you to do me a big. F- you need to go watch the last, ep- the latest episode of Being the Elite because <laughs> it's very fucking funny. Uh, is Dustin in it? Mart, no. Marty Scroll is drunk the entire time. Seen it, and <laughs> and he's with Kenny Omega, and he's like, Kenny, you should really drink. You'll have a lot more fun. Your matches will be shittier like mine, but at least you'll have fun. <laughs> it was so good. You have to watch it. It's very funny. So it's like the way I the way I interpreted that is it's like the Gentleman's Club, but Marty Scroll was Orange Cassidy. Sure. <laughs> yes. We'll go with that. Um, He's drinking moonshine in the middle of the fucking day. Yeah, so I think Kenny Omega's going to <laughs> AEW. Um, I mean, but also... WWE apparently offered Kenny Omega $3.5 million a year, which is, uh, man, that's real hard. Outrageous. To, that's real hard to turn down, I think. But, um, but he's Kenny Omega. He has everything he wants already. Yeah. And, he, and with uh, AEW, he'd probably have a, a lot more freedom. So. Oh, for sure. Anyway, uh, Javier also asks, 
Oh, oh, what are what are your picks for possible surprise entrance in the Royal Rumble, both men and women? Um, who I was actually going to write an article about this, but um, I don't know why I haven't even thought about it. I don't even know. You know, what? I'm going to definitely try and watch Rumble. I'll be at, I'll be in Colorado. Oh, but yeah, I'm oh, going visiting, to visit my dad that weekend. Dad, yes. Make my um, dad watch my favorite pay-per-view of the year. I mean, I would assume you should. Uh, the Rumble's It'll be great. Snowing outside. See, here's the thing, Javier. Um, I mean, if if uh, I didn't think Kenny was going to AEW, I'd say Kenny Omega's showing up at the Rumble. Uh, they do the same thing they did with AJ with New Japan and just buy out the rest of his contract. But I don't think that's going to happen. Who could be a surprise? I really don't know that any anyone at this point would surprise me unless it was CM Punk. That would it won't be, but just uh, that that is the, and I've said that to a couple of people. The only person I would be like holy shit other than Kenny Omega would be CM Punk. That's the only other person I can think of right now. I would scream and not apologize about it. <laughs> I would scream so loud you could hear it from freaking Colorado Springs. Yeah. I think like, in the the women's rumble, I would say Shayna Baszler. Um, other than that, I'm not really sure. That's not even really a surprise. Yeah, I, I feel like anyone from NXT isn't really a surprise because we've seen them last year and the year before. I think it would have to be like when they say surprise, it's got to be somebody like... I don't know. That's that wasn't signed before, like yeah. Rey Mysterio was last year. Like holy shit, Rey Mysterio's here. It's yeah. got to be something like the that. The AJ one, like that, still hasn't worn down for us. The AJ one was just so good. I I from time to time go on YouTube and watch the fan cam footage from the from like the rafters of when he was announced, and it is just the Bogus, great. It's they were so chanting good. for him even after he was eliminated. Yeah, it was it was so good. It was good stuff. So yeah, uh, Calvin asks AEW. Thanks to their financial backing, may be the next direct competition to the WWE. This could be like the Monday Night Wars again, uh, back when WCW did some things right and wrong. Uh, what if anything should AEW take from how WCW ran things, and what should they avoid? I fucking love this question. I was going to say, I really like this question, despite me not having a damn clue how to answer it. Um, Calvin, I'm going to bring this question. I'm going to answer it now, and then I'll think about it a little more. Uh, I'm going to bring this question to that um, uh, the THS wrestling show, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pose that question, because I think that is a banger of a question. Uh, the the one thing they should avoid is if someone says, you guys should have two shows, they should tell somebody to go fuck themselves um, because that was pretty much the downfall of WCW was them being like, hey, WWE has two, or I'm sorry, not WCW, the uh, Turner Broadcasting Network saying, hey, WWF has two shows, you should have two shows too. And then that kind of was when the... They should have said, go fuck yourselves. They should have. Um, so I would just concentrate on that one show. Um, what else should they avoid? Uh, I mean, they're not avoiding guaranteed contracts, that's for sure. What else should they avoid? Honestly, Calvin, I think that's really off the top of my head. The only thing I think they should avoid... I, I think... 
I mean, I could say don't let your booker be also a talent, but they've already done that. But also, uh, I think that'll work out fine. Who's their booker? I would assume it is a booking committee of the Young Bucks and Cody, honestly. Okay. Which I'm fine with. I mean, I I don't think... Look, I'm very optimistic about this. I think it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be exciting. Um, I'm I'm excited for... Anything the Young Bucks touch is exciting. Yeah, so I, I think this is a good... And they have the financial backing. They have a family that is worth $6 billion backing them. They also have Hot Topic behind them as well. They do. Um, and which, is, which you don't think about it, but really counts for a lot. Yeah, it does. And I mean, yeah, I think I think this is going to be good. I do think they will be, I don't know if they will be like head-to-head competition, but they'll at least scare WWE into maybe overpaying for some wrestlers that are free agents. Um, so this is an exciting Although time. Your money can be spent better elsewhere, like, you know, world hunger. Well, I mean, yeah. Um, oh, speaking of that, AEW announced that third event is going to be in Jacksonville, and a, quote, large portion is going to uh, um, to victims of gun violence. That I wouldn't be surprised if they were not exaggerating when they said large portion. No, I wouldn't either. They're, Which is fucking amazing. They're just printing money. It's just good shit. So um, they're they're very they're, they're very the young bucks are good people. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. So their dad may be a douche, but they are good people. <laughs> um, Kevin asks. When that, I say a douche, I mean he's a Trump supporter. Ah. <laughs> uh, uh, Kevin asks. There are a lot of underappreciated and underutilized talents on the WWE roster. Wow, sounds like somebody's mad that uh, Roman Reigns is the big dog of the WWF. Well, he loves the Usos. <laughs> oh, so he does love the big dog. The you greatest better fucking love time. the big dog, Kevin. No, Ke- Kevin's got a good point. A lot of underappreciated, underutilized talent on the WWE roster. But then again, when hasn't there been? Uh, who would best fit in AEW? Marianne, who are you taking off of WWF and bringing to AEW? With their attitude? Fucking, I think, I think, uh, are we going by talent or, or by overall? Go presence? by whatever you feel. Go by whatever you feel, Marianne. I'm going to say probably Ty Dillinger. I'm going to oh, also yeah, maybe definitely. say Zack Ryder. I'm going to also say, um, hmm. I don't know who else I would say. Um, Those are two that I would say right off the top of my head yeah for sure ty dillinger is a really good choice um i think like obviously just the people that don't get used enough that we know are better Mm -hmm. like obviously like tyler breeze and fandango right um who who have a lot of creative freedom as it is yes but um also i i really really no because he's such he's such a a homegrown talent are you gonna say mojo well, yeah. I don't. I mean, this is not a knock on him. You did say he's a homegrown talent. I don't know if, if um, besides maybe super heel of the year, I don't know if he fits in AEW's uh, blueprint. Honestly, that's why. That's what I was thinking. That's, that's what I mean by like a homegrown talent. Is he's so cookie cutter everything? Yeah. Like what they want, like in the WWE, but that's right. also a lot of actual him. Yeah. Too. 
but he's just such he I could talk just I just I can't say anything but nice things about him. He's right. just like genuinely just like really great energy. Like if you ever meet him, he is just so positive all the time and he's so humble and just willing to say just ridiculously like he's so self-deprecating, mm-hmm. but in a way where it's like it's super endearing. Um, he's like, "Yeah, I have yeah. this shortcoming, but I'm also just this." And it's like that that's why he's such a chick magnet. I can but anyways, see... that has nothing to do with this. I'm just saying I love Mojo. <laughs> um, who else? I could see Dolph Ziggler going there. Ugh. I mean, he's still somewhat talented. As long as he stops doing the zigzag. He won't. Ugh. But yeah, those are uh, those are all of our questions, Marianne. What about women? What about the women's division, Marianne? Who do you think? I mean, I could name pretty much 20 people. That would probably be better off going somewhere else. Bailey, Sasha. Um, I mean, who else? I think I could even see Dana Brooke going to AEW. Yeah. Oh my god! I don't know why I can totally see that. I mean, they got to. She fill... has a great attitude. I really like her. Yeah. She's um. Great. You can't. Uh. Well, I don't know, man. I keep forgetting what women they have because there's so many. You know. Yeah. Oh shit! I don't know. I think that was a good, uh, good couple that I could see going. I think I think that they should. I think they should put. I think I think Mia Yim would do better over there. Okay, I could see that. She just signed though, so I don't think she's really going. She did anywhere. just. I mean, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not giving. My God, I'm not giving any realistic options. I'm oh. just saying what <laughs> I think that they would like do better at because Mia Yim is like, she's super unique. Like in like outside the wwe but you put her in the wwe and there's more people that are like her she doesn't stand out as much as you would think yeah so it's like you say blazing baddie but then like you're not like there's our other like gimmicks that are a lot like yours right i hate saying gimmick yeah when i don't know another word to choose for it like there's other like characters that are like yours so I don't know. Those are all the questions. Kevin, thank you so much for asking a question this yes, week. Yes, thank you. I'm um, still disappointed in you that you didn't tag me in your Backstreet Boys post, though. My God. Well, we're watching Kenta Marafuji next week. <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck is happening anymore, but uh, you, I know some things you can do. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Just search Tornado Tag Radio. You can follow me on Twitter at Sailor Moonsault, and you can follow the lovely John on Twitter at JP Thrice. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, and now Spotify and still SoundCloud. Just search for Tornado Tiger Radio. You can rate and review us as well. Uh, head on over to notlg.spreadshirt.com. Buy one of our Tornado Tag Radio shirts. We would appreciate that. Uh, and also head on over to patreon.com slash notlg. And support this podcast and all the other podcasts on the Night of the Living Geek Podcasting Network. If you have any design ideas yes, for new stuff for us, we are very open to that. I'm yeah. still thinking we should do Dan pins. <laughs> or, <laughs> should it just or, be a circle logo with with Dan's happy uh, face? We should do pins that are just like yeah, Dan's, Dan's avatar and then ones that just say local talent. Just a shirt that says local talent. Honestly, that's so good. Oh, my God. A local talent. Oh, that's good. Oh. But yeah, if you have any design shirt ideas, because right now we only have the freaking Dean Ambrose one, and that is not okay. 
Yeah, we gotta design uh, ideas. Gotta update. That. I'm bad at that. John keeps asking me like I'm some kind of artistic genius because my best friend is an artist. But I, I yeah, I should just ask her again. What am I? Doing? Yeah, but she doesn't watch wrestling, so she wouldn't. It doesn't she matter. She can. She follows directions fantastically. Yeah, that's true. I mean, she's still making some kind of moon goddess twist to it. I mean, I'm but fine so, with it. <laughs> you never know. Um, but yeah, if you have any. Um, Design Go ahead and hit us up, and you know where to find us because we just told you. Yep. Uh, so that is it for us this week. Join us again next week when we uh, fucking watch a match from Noah. Uh, there's only one thing left to do, so man. John, if you don't want to watch the match, just say so. No, I really do want to watch the match. I just can't believe you're watching the match. You're watching I, Hideo Atami. You're watching a Hideo Atami match. If you want me to watch things, just tell. Just tell Seth slash Simon to tell me to watch things and I'll do it. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to tell you that there's only one thing left to do this week. So if you will. Ring the bell. That was so sharp. This has been a Night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit NLTLG.com. Hey.